Every day at America's Card Room, players just like you are scoring big in record time with Jackpot Poker. Jackpot Poker is a super fast three-player online poker set and go. You pick the buy-in, and after all three players are seated, we randomly pick the jackpot. Yep, just three players. No more, no less. And for most jackpot poker tournaments, it's winner take all. Imagine turning a $40 buy-in into the ultimate $100,000 game of poker. Anything could happen with jackpot poker. Play it now at America's Card Room. Okay, welcome to Ask Alex episode 99 on the OneOuter.com podcast, sponsored by AmericasCardroom.com. If you want 27% rake back from AmericasCardroom.com, Simply sign up for your account by clicking on one of the adverts or banners on the OneOuter.com website. Follow us on Twitter at OneOuter.com and join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash OneOuter. This episode and all other previous episodes are on the OneOuter.com website and also via iTunes for free. If you want to send questions in for Alex on a future show, then email questions at OneOuter.com or tweet or post them in the Facebook group. Alex, episode 99, how are you? I'm good, man, partying like it's 1999, you know. Ah, and I was going to call the episode that, we're going to party like it's episode 99. Ah, that's dope, that's dope. I got to send you new pictures, that one with my, that that one where my doc, my poodle got a perm, uh, That that's a good photo the first 26 times I saw it, now I'm kind of like, <laughs> now I kind of look like that creepy dude, you know, with the, the poodle with the per- perm, you know, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's good to be here, it's good to be here, everybody. Yeah, I think I put them on like a loop, like eight or nine, when I see one, I start from the other ones again, so they're like, yeah, yeah, out, exactly. Know? So it's not just all, well, it's, not, it's not my fault, it's not your fault, I got some pictures from the WSP, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna send these to Barry, I'm like, well, maybe I'll have a little looky-loo before I send them off, I'm like, wow, I look 500 pounds, uh, how about I not send that? <laughs> No, I like it. Thank, shout out to the WSP Photography Group. You guys got me back in the gym. I really appreciate it, you know? Uh, <laughs> so, I, heard, I heard people were shouting, they coming up to you, thought you were David Benjamin. <laughs> no, I love David Benjamin. Yeah, no, I love David Benjamin too, but he's fun. You know, I was like, how did he put on that much weight? I thought he used to be in tennis and stuff, and we were playing one time, and he was like, yeah, uh, it, it, drink girl comes by and he's like, yeah, could I get a, could I get a hot chocolate and an apple juice? I was like, yeah, get me some fried calories too, man. Like, you know, like I was like, damn, man, you put, by the way, nicest dude you ever met. Right. And he's like, he's one of those dudes. He's got a big frame. So it's not, you know, he's still a big dude, but like, it's not like uh-huh. when I get fat, it looks terrible. Cause it all goes to my gut. You know what I mean? Like I don't get, and then there's like guys, you know, it just goes all over the body, and they just they, they kind of look just bigger. But yeah, anyway, it goes all over, it goes all over the body for me. Oh uh, yeah, that's good. It's going all over the living room now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, all right. Yeah, Benjamin, I used to love watching him on the high stakes. He was so good. I, I love the episode when uh, Gila Liberty, you know, they, they get it all in for like. Oh yeah, and the guy, the guy just lets him keep what's. In yeah, the and he's like, look, David, this is. This is nothing to me. This is your life. Yeah, That's yeah. such a good life. Yeah, and that, that was... Kyle Brunson's like, do you hear him, David? He says, this is just a day. That, this is your life, David. <laughs> and then Benjamin's like, well, I hope my life's worth, signified, like, worth more than what's on the table here. And, like, you see Brunson sort of, like, thinking, well, probably, you know, no. Yeah. It's like, you know, and then he's yeah. like, 
Hawks like, well, you know, and he's like, or we could just take, and I think they just, I think he decides he to take the middle or something. In the middle, which was... Yeah, and then he takes, like, the middle, and then Benjamin can take their ass back or something, and then they don't lax, like, I want you to run it, run it, like, I want to know what happened. <laughs> it's uh, like, uh, yeah. no, 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 and they just go, and Gail of Liberty is like, no, 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 I me and David. Like, when I saw that, it. I was like, Lillip. Lelaberte or however you pronounce it, I was like, he's gonna get worked in this industry because you you gotta realize, and I think he's done a pretty good job of. I think he figured out who was out for who, and he distanced himself. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty much well known fact he backs a lot of high stakes pros. I'm not gonna say who because that would betray some of my connections, right? But like some of the people I heard he backed, I was like, you know, to him it's like he. The money, I, I don't think, really means much. But you got to recognize when you get into poker, this is a bunch of lazy. This is a bunch of very smart people who are very lazy, right? And lazy people do bad things, you know, because they're always looking for shortcuts. And I think he did run into a few people that, you know, tried to take some shortcuts, which everybody does, you know. But when I saw that, I was like, God, do not put this on – why is this on television, man? Like, he's, uh, oh, my God, everybody's going to be coming up to him, right? Because you do, I mean, even though I'm a pretty nice dude, you got to be kind of cutthroat when you're at the table, you know? And I think he understands that now from what I've heard. He's like, he understands what's going on, you know what I mean? But it's just, it pisses me off when you see, like, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I, I'm sorry, if I was at that table and I saw, like, I'd be like, you know, after we were over, I'm like, gee, you got to let them run it because that's always, they're always going to play back at you now knowing you might let them out. You know what I mean? You got to let them run it. Okay. It might not be worth much to you. It's going to be worth, these guys are all trying to work you over for your cash. You know, like you just, you get in there and you gamble with them, but if they don't, you know, don't, don't give them out, don't give them a way out. But yeah. Okay. Gee, Lilliberte, if you're listening to the one outer episode, I know you love it, you know, on your, but uh, yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, what 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 do we got to talk about today, Barry? Well, I was I got your newsletter. Oh, ah, yeah, right? man, we're uh, we're bulking that up, man. It's coming it's coming live and direct. It's coming. your books your books on it. So I think you can order your book now. Yes, sir. Well. You can order it. Bnbpoker dot com. You can order it at Amazon dot com. And yeah, it's off to the printers. Uh, we're trying to get it out early September. Yeah, it's nice. a. Man, it's it's wild, you know, because you never really get to it's. I guess the closest most people get to it is writing your thesis in college, which is you know, it's a year mm -hmm. of work, it's 500 pages, and you could keep working on it for another year, and you don't want to release it to people that uh, my French friend put put it like this, and he was like, well, I was like, wow, that's exactly how you I feel. You don't want to release it because there's a lot of people that are going to skim it and be like, I don't understand this. Obviously, it's terrible, right? And, uh, but at the same time, you just got to get it out. By the way, we were top 100 on Amazon, I think top 50 at one point uh, for poker books, and that's on pre-orders. So nice. <laughs> thank you to everybody from One Outer Nation. I didn't even promote it. It's the worst part. Yeah. I was like, because I didn't know when it was going to come out, right? Because I kept... Uh, they kept sending me new versions, and I said, no, change this, change this, change this. I don't like this. And, like, to be fair to them, they've been trying to get it out for a while. But, you know, it, it's just like if you were putting out a movie, you know what I mean? And it's cost, yeah. it's cost me money because, like, I could have gotten my money from this project a lot earlier, right? And I could have – that would have helped me with my stress levels, like, the last year going through some, like, family trauma issues. 
And uh, but I didn't because I was like, well, dude, if you, if it comes out late, it comes out late. But if you release a terrible product, it is terrible forever, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I took an extra. I mean, like, it cost me a lot of money. It takes me. It cost me a couple grand to take a week off. Like literally, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so like taking another week to go through another draft as opposed to, you know, I could hire, uh, uh, one, you know, one of the virtual assistants that I work with, like a hundred bucks to read through it and just look for like spelling errors and yeah, uh, like, be like, yeah, it's good. Just got it. Yeah, exactly. I could have done something like that, but no, I sat here, I watched through 20 effing terrible baseball games. Uh, I never ran good with the baseball games I was watching while I did it. Baseball is the greatest game to watch while you're editing because they don't speak half the time because there's nothing going on. But uh, I just went through it again. I marked it up again. I sent it again and scanned it again, and we kept doing that. And then finally, it was done. And, yeah, uh, I'm sure there's still some things I'd like to change about the book. Well, there, it was really interesting. The first draft of the, the book, I had this really interesting section about how much money you lose flatting three bets, right? And I was really, I'm really glad I did this. I circulated some copies to my really good poker friends. And he said, Alex, this is wrong. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, no, you can. What I ended up finding out was he tweaked some of my models to some things that, you know, on occasion would be more realistic. And what I found out is when you flat three bets, a lot of times it's like anti-poker, you know, it's you're trying to prevent the other guy from scoring. You're not making anything, but he's not making anything either. It's a metagame tactic that you should use occasionally. Right. But it was one of those things like it was going to be disingenuous to leave in my old section, which I thought made a really good argument. uh, But I didn't really like some of the models behind it and stuff like that. And I, I was like, uh, so, you know, you take it out and you're writing again and you're like, oh my God. Right. And then, you know, it's really funny because like the summary might come out to like three paragraphs and nobody knows those three paragraphs took you literally like 19 hours to come upon. Right. Yeah. And they, they just read it and it's like, well, uh, yeah, lol, whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. but fortunately most of, most of our listeners are pretty cool. So I, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. I, I, I've never read a poker book like it ever. So I, I'm really hoping that means this one's like, it, it's going, I started the very beginning. Like one of the first chapters is what is poker? And I don't think most people grasp exactly what it is. So I start from that point and then we build up and, you know, we start with just open raises and we start with moving all in and we start with re-raising and eventually by the end of the book, we're triple barrel bluffing and stuff like that. And I've never seen a book that like builds up on that and also uses all the hand range calculators. So uh, in order to do that, right. And there's, uh, there's entire sections about how to use each one uh, should be a pretty mammoth book. I think there's like 200 images in the book or something ridiculous and there's a hundred thousand words, but we'll see. It's a uh, dude. It's done. You know, God forbid I die. But like if I did now, there would be a record of what I did in poker. You know what I mean? That's such a, that's such a good feeling, you know what I mean? Well, but, if you do, the royalties go to this show anyway. Yes, yeah, sir. Right? Yes, yeah, sir. You know, yeah. the, the pay berry for asking questions every 14 <laughs> minutes fund. You know, like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it, but no, I mean, uh, it's just one of those things, like, you spend 10 years of your life on something, you do kind of want to leave something behind, you know, to be, mm. be like, and if anybody uses one of my strategies now, 
on one of my ideas, I'll be like, look, this was published in 2016. You did not come up with it. All right. Yeah. And then people, because that has happened to me a lot, like in confidence, I've informed somebody like, look, this is the play you should do. And that guy goes ahead and puts it on a training video. You know, I'm planning to release it in my own way at some point. Right. And I have my own video and then my videos obsolete. He gets credit with coming up with the play. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I sound like that, like bitter old man, you know, you know, I came up with that. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Pops Fitzgerald. Right. You came up with that. Like flattening from the big blind. I've been doing that since 2009. Right. That's like the new hip thing. Right. Like, ah, oh, you can call the big blind with everything. I remember back when people would curse me out in the chat about how horrendous I was because I was flatting from the big blind all the time. Now I didn't have the math behind it or anything like 8,000 Z Justin did, but you know, if I had a dollar for every time somebody came up to me and said, like, did you see that Z Justin flats the big blind? And they've known my game for years. You know, I, I would probably have enough money to buy a hammer to bash my head in for the next time that it happens. But there's a, it, no, it, it's, it's just weird because like your ideas are intellectual property and sometimes yeah. they do get stolen, you know? So now there's going to be a book. It's a very dense book. I'm confident if you work on this book little by little by little, you will become a professional poker player. And that's a crazy idea too, because how, how often do you get to ride, write uh, an escape route? You know what I mean? Like, do you want to get out of your nine to five? Okay. This is not easy, but here, here's how you can do it. And uh, you know, I've done it. I, I made it out. Right. And this is what I used. And it took me 10 years to figure this out. Uh, it's, it, it's like a, the, it's like Indiana Jones, you know, be careful with it, Indy. You don't know where this is going to take you. But, yeah, yeah. anyway, yeah, <laughs> so, should be a good time. But, yeah, we got that going on. And uh, uh, in case Barry didn't see the other emails, um, we have that deal back on where you can get every webinar of mine for $400. And if you have some of my webinars, I can make you a special price uh, based on the remaining webinars so you don't have to ba buy the same webinars again. Uh, that's back due to – I used your line when we brought the one-outer episode, back due to popular demand and public rioting, and, uh, which uh, – but really there were so many people like, oh, my God, I missed this by four days. Like I didn't realize how many of my email readers were – you know, they're like professionals that can't uh, – you know, they can't check their email more than once every 10 days or something like that. Yeah, they just log the email and then go back to it later. Yeah, exactly, and they, they had three days to do it. So finally, you know, I just kept calling the other people on the projects, and I finally just – well, I didn't, I didn't really ask them this time. I was like, I'm putting it on sale again, all right, and you're going to get your check, your fatty check, and that's it. You know, you, you take my money, damn it. And uh, <laughs> uh, essentially, yeah, so it's back on sale. And Assassin Auto University, baby. Did you see that one? I saw that. I saw Woo! that. Yeah. I, I figured it worked so well for Trump. You know, why wouldn't I do it myself, right? <laughs> no, but uh, Assassin Auto University is going to be starting October 1st. Our first class is going to be meeting 10 times. Uh, it's going to be two hours. Uh, it's going to be two-hour classes. And then there will be an optional Q&A at the end where, actually, you can just bring me your live poker hands and stuff like that. I'm cool with chilling for another hour or whatever it is. As long. Another thing I have uh, that I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be recording large sections of the PowerPoints with, like, my audio voiceovers and stuff like that. So, it, God forbid, there's, like, a am going to be there, of course, to do the presentation, but this also helps us keep on a time frame. 
because that was always the biggest criticism of the last webinars is we didn't really keep to a schedule as well as we could have. It was kind of, here's my material and I'm going to get it out. And everybody was like, well, this had a ton of value, but you know, I don't exactly have five hours and 20 minutes on a Saturday to, uh, to brandish. Right. And, uh, yeah, excuse me. I was about to say, uh, but they're, um, essentially I'm going to have like recorded sections that I'm going to be there answering your questions and, you know, God forbid, I, I, like the internet fails out on me, I can play a section while I'm trying to get it back and stuff like that. And it's just, it's really high tech and I'm really excited about it. Classes will just be two hours. It will be just like going to your local university. And yeah, we're, we're going to meet for 20 hours about live poker and we're going to be talking about cash games, live tournaments, uh, the whole kid and caboodle. And I'm going out to... I'm going out to Florida to get some lower stakes tournaments uh, experience. I'm going to get some cash in there. I mean, not experience. I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to get some hands that are recent, right, that we're going to do. Uh, the other thing that's going to be really fun about this is throughout the week, you're going to play, you know, maybe this will be 30, 45 minutes or an hour of maybe six or seven of the lessons, but you're going to play all my hands from the WSOP main event. I'm going to give you my hands. I'm going to give you what I noticed. I took scrupulous notes during the main event. And you're just going to, I'm going to give you all my reads, right? And we're going to see how they change your decisions. And it'll be stuff like seat, seat three buys a beer. It's 345 in the afternoon. Then later on, you get into a spot where he check raises you and looks a little brazen. What does that mean? He looks a little pissed. Uh, what does that mean? And it's amazing because it changes with different people. And I thought this would be a really good hand history to do because going through it, I realized I never really had cards in this tournament, like ever, right? Like I didn't get past the starting stack till late in day two. And yet I still got a cash and I still got six, uh, $6,000 profit for three days work. How do you make that work? And I figure if you can make that work, you can put yourself into a position where you can get lucky. And if you put yourself in a position to get lucky, you can, you know, win some poker tournaments. So this is going to be... Uh, this is also great if you've ever wanted to play the WSOP main event, but if you didn't want your first experience to be, uh, you know, $10,000 on the table, maybe you'd be like that guy who lost to Sammy Farha the first hand years back. <laughs> Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it was... Uh, yeah, the house, didn't he? It was yeah, aces. And, yeah, it was yeah. 10s versus ace-10 on an ace-10 ace board. <laughs> it <was> yeah. like, <laughs> like, and the guy just sat there like, wow, that was it. Right. It was like, yeah. yeah come again. Come again. Yeah. Have you yeah. ever been at a poker table where the guy stays there? Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah. 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 I hate yeah. that so and much. It's set. It's like, four minutes yeah, later, it's you like, gotta go. You gotta go. yeah, four yeah. minutes later. Well, and then hey, we were talking about this before we went on the air. The problem with tournament, uh, I mean, like the floor staff, like not wanting to do anything. And they're like, ah, oh, the players will police themselves. They'll figure it out. So. And I mean, we've had people like glare at people at the table and stay at the table before, at least I've seen. But yeah, anyway, Assassinal University, right now, the first 10 people who sign up, uh, by the time you guys hear this, this is going to come out in the afternoon, Barry? Uh, evening UK time. Evening UK. Uh, okay, there's, tonight, Thursday, there's, the, a couple, the there's a couple spots. That I, what, I, what I'm going to do is reward the first like 10 people that sign up and you get a free copy of the Method Poker Talent, right? And uh, essentially, I get 10 free copies from my contract. And they were like, oh, you can give this to your friends and family. I'm like, screw them. 
I'm giving, I'm giving this to my students. Yeah, they can buy them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, what, what the hell is my, you know, like, I'll buy a copy for my mom, and it'll be, like, a big moment. We walk into the, we'll walk into third place books, uh, which yeah. is a bookstore <laughs> I used to get stoned in uh, during high school. And, you know, I used to just read there. Uh, and nobody kicked me out during high school hours, even though they damn well should have. And, well, you know, my mom and I will walk in, I'll buy her her copy, and she'll be buying a copy of her son's book. That, to me, means a lot more than, like, yeah, here's this book that you can't yeah. do anything with, right? Like, go ahead and grind this sit and goes, Mom, I believe in you, you know? But, yeah. like, uh, uh, but uh, like, I'm, uh, I'm going to send out my copies, right, to you guys. And uh, if you're in some goofy zone, you know, uh, we'll fi- we'll try to figure it out. I've had pretty good luck sending books out. I've sent I've sent books. Uh, I used to give away applications of Nolan and Holden by Matthew Jonda in my like group classes. We would have prizes for people that were answering really quickly, right? And uh, yeah, and I I got one to Malaysia one time, so apparently I can send it to a bunch of different places, right? But yeah, anyway, I might just buy a bunch of my own book on Amazon and send them out. But uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, it's uh, the first like, okay, we announced this a couple of days ago. We already have, actually, you know what? I think there's a lot of, if you can get it in and you're one of like, it was supposed to be the first 10, but if you're, you're one of the first like 12 or 13 or 15, I can probably swing it with, you know, the, the marketing guys always want you to hold your deals, right? Because otherwise it's like, oh man, you know, you can't make favorites and stuff like that. But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll if you guys get it in right away, it's going to be five. This is the way the pricing is going to be. It's going to be $500 in a free copy of the myth of poker talent. If you're one of the first 10 people. Uh, and I think you guys got a couple, I think you got like a day to act on that one. Right. After that, it's going to be five ninety nine ninety nine up until September 1st. And then uh, from September to uh, second to October first, the first class it's going to be six hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Once we start, you can join us, uh, but you you can watch all the episodes will be recorded. There will be downloadable uh, there will be downloadable versions of every class, so you can catch up with us. But to get into the class, like mid. Uh, during the class, it's going to be seven uh, mid course. It's going to be uh, $799.99. And after this whole thing is over, I'm going to put this on Vimeo. And if you want to download it, it's going to be a cool thousand. So, uh, and I'm sticking to it. So, you know, uh, you guys want to get in early. I want the, I want the classes to be big. You know what I mean? I want these to be like real webinar classes, like an online university, you know, and I'm I've never been so excited to work so hard, Barry. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm mapping all of this out, outlining it, writing everything down. I got reams of notes and it's like, I'm actually like really psyched. You know, this is so, it, it's really cool, you know, just to have your class that can meet every two hours, every Saturday and everybody gets it in, you know? So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And, uh, and so how can people to get in touch with yeah, the Sassanano University. Well, if you just want to re- reserve your spot, the way it works with the marketing guys is like, who sent their money in first? Okay, that person's going to get the deal. So if you want that, it's uh, Alex, uh, alexfitzgerald88 at gmail.com on uh, po- Pocket Fives, on PayPal. And it's assassinato, ass, ass, I, NATO. 
right, well, you can look it up on Pocket Fives. There you go. Like, it's, it's like the word ass, ass, then the letter I, as in Ithaca, and then NATO, as in North American Trade, whatever. Uh, and then uh, uh, organization, excuse me. And uh, so ass, ass, Ithaca, NATO uh, on Poker Stars. And those seem to be the ones that everybody likes. And uh, preferably PayPal, that one's faster, and we process. But just let us know, because with Poker Stars, you've got to confirm what your name is and everything. And then, yeah, but uh, anyway, that's how, that's how you can get the deal with the book, the free book, right? And, uh, but if you guys want to reach me about questions about anything, it's alex at pokeredrush.com. We're getting back to everybody within a day right now just because we're launching so much new stuff. So that's pretty fun. That's a pretty good time. It's really good to be in touch with all y'all. And uh, uh, it's crazy because whenever you do like email campaigns like this, you always expect like, ah, oh, you got a list of like 2,000 plus people. You figure a few people have like quit poker, right? And they're just like, oh, okay, he's doing a lot of this stuff now. I don't want this clogging up my inbox. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to unregister. We only had one person unregister from the email list. And we had a bunch of people sign up just because of their buddies. Like you got to get in on this. So thank you guys for doing that. That's really cool to know how loyal all y'all are. And uh, yeah, I guess why don't we answer some questions for the people, Barry? Yeah. I'm just going to say, I was just looking while you were doing that. I was listening to you, but for the book, the myth of poker talent, you go to D and B poker.com. Yes, sir. D-A-N-D B-Poker.com and also I just searched Myth of Poker Talent on the Amazon app on the UK site and it is popping up there Myth of Poker Talent what's our ranking? uh, $24.99 free delivery in the UK dispatch within one to four weeks Uh, ranking in the UK let me see where um, I don't know if we can I don't know how you do it best sellers rank 53,901 but that's of all but yeah yeah uh, I can't go into poker uh, okay on the app on poker yeah yeah yeah, but it is available on for UK listeners amazon.co.uk or dandbpoker.com that's d-a-n-d-b-poker.com all one word and uh, you can get it there so I'm going to buy my copy rather than go to Alex. Yeah, <laughs> Can I get right. a copy of your book? Can I get a signed copy? Oh, I appreciate yeah. that. No, thank yeah. you. I, I love it when people never buy anything of mine. Oh, That's... shit. I thought you were going to say, don't be silly, I'll send you a signed copy. No, so buy oh, it, David. Oh, God. I need the money. <laughs> I need the money. Yeah, I will buy it. I'm going to buy I'll, it. I'll check, I'll check it out. I'm probably just going to buy a heap. Of I'll buy it and I'll read it before I, I'm going to Vegas in October. So it'll be good reading for yeah. going to Vegas. It'll be good fun. It's, uh, yeah, it's you've worked hard. I believe in buying stuff like that. It's a book, you know. I appreciate it, that. No, I guess, it'll cost you money to send me it from Costa Rica. Yeah, so. well, I mean, I can, you know, it's one of those things. Like, I can talk to the publisher, you know what I mean? I can, they got, you know, they got to keep the lights on, right? So you got to, we got to get them. Uh, you know, whatever it costs to like make the unit or whatever. But I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna buy a bunch of copies, right? And I, I'm excited when this thing goes. To it's like a new business card, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who are you? Bi- yeah. Here, here you go. By the way, I- yeah, you got a business card. No, here's my book. It's yeah, here, here's my book. I, yeah, actually, it's good. It opens doors for like speaking things and yeah, everything. Exactly. It's good. Exactly. I mean, I'm still planning on doing. Like, I've wrote about four chapters. My book's just going to be transcripts of my old interviews and stuff and why I started the site and what I learned from it. So that's, that's a bit... And, you know, yeah. and all the work's done, basically, and I still can't write the fucking thing. 
So it is, but purely with self-publishing, once you got it and you got the hard copies, you take a few of them around, and it's always like a, a thing to go, like, yeah, I want to go and do speaking at an event or something like that. You, you're an author, even though it's self-published, it's having that hard copy book is a big thing in this, even in this day of self-publishing, etc. Well, it's a sign that you can get down to business is another thing. Yeah. That I, yeah. I thought of, that was one of the most enjoyable, most rewarding and most exhausting things I've ever done in my life was write that book. Like I, there it, it was not worth the money or even close to it. Right. It was, but it was worth it to, to know I could do it. You know what I mean? To sit there and sure, you know, by the way, I'm not saying DMB underpaid me. I'm saying they couldn't pay me enough to cut. Like if I focused how much time I spent making that book on personal lessons, I would have made five times what I, uh, what I made from the book. Right. But, like, it's one of those things, you're a first-time author, and they don't know if you're going to finish it. A lot of people get a contract and never finish their book. You know yeah. what I mean? And that it was really nice to have a contract because when I wanted to get up from the computer, I was like, hey, buddy, that's not an option. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. that's just not an option. You know, go get another cup of coffee, go meditate for 20 minutes if you want to be a real yeah. Seattle hipster douche. But, you know, just you got to get into this, and it's, now I feel, you know, it's one of those things, once you get over that mountain, you feel like, I can, I can do this again. It's done. Yeah, and it's, it's done. done. It's the done. pain is like it never happened. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. You never really remember the pain, but no. you do remember how good you felt at the end, right? And you, yeah. you tend to romanticize the pain, right? Like, oh my God. There was one day I wrote 7,000 plus words, right? And I remember at the end of the day being huddled over my computer and just like absolutely fragile and like really... Uh, you know, I'm sitting there with my cup of coffee, which needs a reheat, right? And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm but I'm thinking like Stephen King writes 2,000 words a day. I just wrote seven, right? Now, obviously, his words are worth a quite a bit more than me. But if I can keep pumping out 5,000 words a day, most books are a hundred. Like a 300-page book is a hundred thousand words. That's 20 days yeah. to a book, you know. And with Fiverr out there now, uh, you can just you can send it to one editor and it'll be, you know. It's not going to be cheap, but it'll be 120 bucks to go through a book. And in the old days, it would be like, you know, you could call your buddy that went to college. You know, he went to a writing college. He's never written a thing in his life, right? Along with everybody else in his class. And it'd be like, could you get an editor? And then, you know, they call somebody's wife who hasn't had to work in years because she married an advertising executive. And she doesn't really want to get up from watching The View. So she's like, yeah, I think it's going to be $2,250 to look over your book. And it's like... Jesus, really? Like, God, that sounds horrible. And then, you know, if you do end up finding somebody you pay for, you get the edit back, it's trash. And you're just, you know, you end up just feeling, now you go on Fiverr and there's a, there's a lady who, you know, she's got five kids, but she's got time to read all day and she's just always loved to edit. And you pay her 150 bucks. She loves it. She sends you the edited copy. It's amazing. And it's like, God, dude, I love globalization. Leave everybody behind if I get to be at the front of it. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. you know, this is awesome. Like, yeah. like, no, I Definitely. mean, it's seriously. Uh, I mean, but, yeah, I have a ton of ideas for new books. I think it's – well, I think what I'm going to work on now is the novel I wrote when I was 18 because it's – I want to write like an essay collection. I want to write an essay about writing this book. Because it was the total Seattle hipster douche thing ever, right? You know, just literally like just writing it for 10 years. And like literally what I have done now is a god awful 
uh, draft of a prequel, right? It just sounds like such a joke, right? But I still think that has value, you know what I mean? The Stu Unger-JJ Prodigy hybrid in 2006. People don't remember what poker was like when they started. There was like 17-year-olds like buying condos and crap, and they could afford it back when online poker started. There was so much money, and there was so much potential for corruption and getting involved in other industries you should not have been in, right? And I was just thinking, like, nobody's done anything with that, and I need to do something with that, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I have this prequel, and it's like, in the old days, yeah, it was going to cost $2,000-plus to get it edited. Now it's going to – it's a mammoth book, so it's probably going to be, like, 500 But, I mean, five, you know, 500 bucks is 500 bucks. but, yeah, man, it's possible. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get it in. Let's work. All right. Yeah, let's go. Well, let's, let's ask some questions. Thanks, thanks for everyone listening um, up to this point. And, yeah. uh, no, I'm no, sure no. They should, be go- they should be grateful. They get to hear two geniuses speak on their lives, you know? I'm sure, Alex, anyway, I'm sure a lot of people are interested in the book, and we have talked about the book, and it's finally done. It's out there. You can go and pre-order it now and buy it, and it's ready to buy so I'm sure everyone is going to jump on the book. I mean, I, I will be, and I don't even really play poker that much recently. Although, I played last Sunday. Uh, how'd that go? For the, uh, oh, hilarious. I played for the first time in so like a year or something. Um, I had some money still in Poker Stars. I played the Micro Millions main event. I late regged after two hours. <laughs> we, play, we, play that. A, we both play that. <laughs> I, I, I built up a stack in it. And nice. actually, I was... 200 off the money with like 80k something like that no one likes the and, story but I had aces they had aces and they had a flush uh, 200 off the money it still left me in but then, then I went out after that but that was like 100, 100 and something k pot 200 off the money which would have gave it a bit of fun you know a run I would have got a little run in it but that was that but I made some money playing uh, Zoom cash. So from that's the strategies learned on this podcast. Yeah, so that's, that's what's up, man. So, yeah, fun. so I made, I still made money. I could still make the money. Poker's fun, man. <laughs> I played a Sunday session recently for the first time in weeks, and I was like, I was just sitting there. I was like, this is fun. Like, and there's a lot of stuff going on in my life that just really is sucking right now. But I was like, it's so nice I can just sit here and play cards, you know, and do something I've done since I was a kid. Right. I'll be honest Amazing. with you. Now, when I play, I do need some. I need the television on or something. Yeah. I need. I do now. I mean, I'm not playing like enough tables to like sit and concentrate. So I can play one or two tables and have the TV on. I'd rather lose. I'm not putting in a volume that I need to. But I, it's 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 leisure for me now. Do you know what I mean? So right, I want right. to just enjoy it. So if that means putting on a, a movie and sitting and watching and playing, and I mean, that's, you know, playing one table, that's good for me. You know? Yeah, that's like, fun. I mean, especially it's like it's money you can afford to lose, so it's yeah, a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you're just gr- having fun. You're not grinding, you know. And then yeah, uh, what was I going to – like there's only two ways I can do it. There's I'm paying attention to every single hand and writing down notes and marking hands for review, which, by the way, I have an – awesome, excellent, extra motivation is if I find an incredible hand, I can bring it into one of my webinars, right? And I can make money off of it. It's either that or my big screen TV is on with, you know, football or baseball or some other sport you heathen Scottish people can't understand uh, playing with the sound off. And then I'm playing and then, you know, I have like talk radio on or I have 
uh, music on. I'm listening to new metal albums, but I know what you mean as you get older, but it just becomes hard, you know? It's like, like it, my attention span is gone, you know? Like, yeah. it's, well, I, mar- I marked the Aces versus Aces hand down, and we can discuss that after all right. to see where I, where I could have played that. Well, you shouldn't have, shouldn't, have, shouldn't have gotten it in with one pair, man. Yeah. Jesus. What'd you expect? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, all right, all right. Give me a question. I'm going to answer. Okay, watch me bang let's fire out. into the question. Watch me bang these out. These are going to be incredible. Okay. We got, the first one is from Sirish uh, Shetty. Slim, a.k.a. Slim. We know him as Slim on the oneitor.com podcast. And it he sounds is, like uh, Slim is all we're ever going to call him now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Based on his first name. Uh, and he's got just caught up on all the podcasts. Thanks for answering. You know what's funny is that coming from a live cash background and being new to online uh, and tournaments, I automatically assumed that everyone online was a super pro. <laughs> I was I was actually afraid of everyone initially. I defaulted to assuming that what they were all doing were these really advanced plays, and that I had to think really hard to pick them apart. I did realize that not everyone is really good after a while, but Alex made me step back for a second and realize. What if a lot of them just plain suck? And thinking back, <laughs> a lot of. And <laughs> thinking back, you, young lad. <laughs> yeah, and thinking back, a lot of what I've been seeing is actually terrible play. I didn't even consider that players might be bad online. So oddly, my plan for learning by watching how others play online is a terrible idea, except for a few few regulars who seem like they know what they're doing. Anyway, I have two more questions. Um, the first one, yeah, this is the first one. Have you heard of these tournaments where you can buy into day two at a higher price point and start with more chips? Any idea how to compute the fair price of the day to buy in? Uh, sorry, to compute the fair price of the day two buy-in amount. I played in one that was 200 plus 30 for day one, start with 20 chip, 20k chips, or buy in day two for 1,000 plus 100 and get 100. Chips. Nah. <laughs> 100k was 100k was right around the average at start of day two. Is 1100 for 100k a fair price? I've never heard the tournaments like I've that. I've never either. This is this is some guy in the back alleys of Yorkshire just coming up with crap for his club, right? <laughs> like he was like, hey, you know, those, I hear those poker tournament thingies get some people here on the slot, and uh, I would think your chips are worth. A lot less than what you're paying. A lot less than what you're paying. So, it's uh, the way you would figure it out. Hold on a sec. <coughs> my construction zone next door is kicking up some dust, which of course my throat, which has two tumors upon it, really enjoys. Uh, it formerly had two. Uh, they're operated on now. Check check it out. If you guys ever meet me, I'll show you. My throat looks like it was slit. It's a uh, it's amazing. Yeah, but anyway. I've had a lot of people, like, after a few drinks, like, do the, like, lean-in thing and go, what happened to your throat? <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh, I had a tumor. <laughs> like, oh, no, bad drug deal, baby. I got to go <laughs> back on. <home." laughs> like, no, yeah, but uh, there, there's a – I think the way you would do it is just get an ICM calculator and type in all the, you know, the average chips in the field, the payout structures, and it sounds like you're paying – quite a bit more than what they're worth, right? Like when you get a five times stack in a poker tournament, that does not mean you're five times more likely to win the tournament on day two. You know what I mean? So your chip, if you apply the ICM model to it, I think you're going to find out your chips are worth a lot less 
than what you bought in for. And I, I think it's better you get them in on a discount on day one. And it, however, if you find you're just a little under what you paid for them, right? Or maybe somebody will run these where there was a long time. There's only one strategy I've been sworn to secrecy on that recently that I, I essentially there was a poker tournament that people didn't realize <laughs> they, uh, there was a poker tournament series that they didn't realize the chips that they were selling were worth a lot more than what the price was. And essentially there was no rake. And if you played break even poker, you would still have like a 4% ROI or something like that. Right. And you got to look into these things because you'll be amazed what comes out. And uh, of course my buddy looked into that. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't smart enough to check it out, but, uh, there are a lot of times also where it's just, it's a bad investment. There's a lot of rebuy tournaments where you look at like how much it, you plug in a couple rebuys, what those are worth versus what you're paying you. I'll find out it's an awful deal. And then you look around you and people are just rebuy, rebuy. And say, well, it's a rebuy yeah. tournament. I'd ace Jack. What the F man, you know, got to get it in. So, you know, do your own work, man. Yeah. I, I just going to say, Alex, you need to do proper calculations. I see, I'm looking at it there. But just instinctually, I think Alex is the same. Saying that you would pay five times real money, like $1,000 for five times of poker chips, which is essentially play chips, it doesn't it doesn't equate. And also in terms of like what Alex is saying, just because you got 100k on day two doesn't really, I don't think it increases your EV in terms of, you know, or it well it, it does in terms of the rest of the field if they've not all done it you know what I mean right. but then the whole argument is like if nobody plays day one and everybody does it on day two then you're all the same anyway so straight away from if that was the scenario I think that tells you your answer that it's like a bad buy I think I, I would almost I think, think that would improve things if everybody bought then it would just be a typical tournament right but like yeah well that but that's what I mean instead you're dealing with guys that have yeah, yeah like huge assuming it all goes into the prize pool it's, all, it's now just uh, a 1k yeah, you're playing yeah, so, yeah. some sounds fishy in Denmark I don't yeah. know uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah strange one is that, the second question was uh, I missed out on the package deal is that still available by any chance? Is there any way that will happen again? Well, we did touch on that at the start of the show, Alex, but you just reconfirmed that if anybody wants that package deal for the webinars, you can yes, message sir. you. Write me at alexandpokeredrush.com. Congratulations, you're the 55th person who sent me that email. So we're working in on it. You know, not, so, not that 55 people that. are going to buy because then I could retire and then y'all can kiss my ass come Monday next <laughs> week, right? But no, nah, no, nah, it's, uh, uh, but it's, we did have a lot of people ask about that. And for nine days, uh, I, I was going to make it like the seminal hard rock poker open sale, right? Just because I think it's fun to celebrate. I'm going to a live tournament. This is awesome, right? And, uh, but I, I think I forgot to put it in the email. So it just looks like it randomly ends in nine days and 31 minutes or whatever it is, right? So, yeah, uh, write me at alexandpokeradio.com. If you guys didn't get that email, I'll be sure to send it along to you. Cool thing about the email, there's previews of most of the products in it. So even if you don't want to buy anything, just ask me for the preview. And you can just click on each product and you can see free videos, free articles. The articles people have written me saying, like, it was my strategy, season desist. I'm like, uh, I, 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 I think I've been doing this for a really long time. You know, I, I'm, I'm sorry if you started doing this in 2014, but 
it was really funny. Some guy was complaining about that, and I ended up kind of figuring it out. He figured he learned it from me on Card Runners and was just like, hey, don't tell this to anyone else. I'm like, well, dude, like, my family needs to eat. Like, your props do not fill stomachs. You know what I'm saying? But, like, okay. Anyway, next question, we done? Uh, we, yeah, uh, yeah, one? that's just done. And I will. That done. Message. Okay, next one. Yeah, yeah next one. Yeah. Uh, this one is from Dennis Pedersen. What's up, Dennis? regular. Uh, hey guys, it's funny, because uh, I'm going to read this part out, even though I emailed him back correcting him. Yeah. Um, he's got, where are we? This is funny. Um, hey guys, congrats on 100 episodes, here's to 100 more. <laughs> I was like, well, we made a big deal about it being 100th episode on episode 98, but some people have actually thought that was the 100th Oh uh, yeah, episode. that was us, that was our fault. So, yeah, that was yeah our fault. this is episode 99, and we will be uh, 100 next week. So Dennis, you were a little bit early, but anyway... He's got, I will never be able to thank you guys enough for doing this for all of us who listen in. It's great stuff, and what a value considering it's free. Thanks to both of you so much. Wow, you are I have, welcome. Thank you. I have been drawing back in mixed game, back into mixed games, uh, tourneys, horse and eight game, eight game mix. I find them very funny and challenging, and I like the small fields and the fact that the tourneys don't take all day to play out. Also, an old man I used to play hold'em with used to say. If you play No Limit Hold'em too much, your brain will turn to mush. you got to mix things up. <laughs> I laughed at him at the time, but as I'm getting older, I'm starting to see his point. As for my question, do you have any advice on where someone should go to learn these games? I have not seen any coaches online for most of the mixed games, especially the Limit ones, and the book resources seem limited too. I bought the newest title I could find on mixed games, and it seems very basic. Do you have any advice on where to start, or better yet, Alex, why don't you study these games for a couple of years and then teach me? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Keep up the good work, Dennis. It's amazing what good people we get writing it. Like, you think about... Yeah. The amount of assholes in poker. We do quite well. We yeah. don't really get many messages. Well, I remember like two years ago, I was kind of being like, I was being a puss. And I just, I was getting into it with a lot of people. And I was like, you know what, dude, for right now, and I was doing the whole, like, maybe this wasn't two years ago, maybe four years ago. But, I mean, there was a big part of me that was like, I didn't want to be a poker player. I wanted to be a writer. I just kind of, I kind of fell into poker, right? And when I was dealing with, like, the politics and people, like, just going after me for ridiculous things and, like, criticism, you know, stuff like, hey, I'll, like, uh, I like this website. They get on that website. They lose, you know, a buy-in to some guy that did something a little nefarious. And, like, it's not a website I'm affiliated with or anything, but they write me, like, 22 emails about how I'm Satan and they're going to report. I mean, you know, it's just stuff like that. It was just like, man, this is so stressful. But then I said to myself, you know what, man, this is your job. It's a fun job. It's a good job. Why don't you, why don't you just treat everybody with as much respect as humanly possible and see how it goes, you know? And... Mm -hmm. Since that time, like, I, the number of emails I get from really weird people has, like, really gone down. It's crazy how many good people write in and how many people are – honestly, I think it's because we don't cater to poker players. I think most poker players I, you and I don't really like because they're really uh, – they're, they're smart but not as smart as they think they are, and they're really lazy. And you and I work so damn much, you know, because of where we came from. And it's really annoying to hear this like college dropout complaining about his life when all he does is, you know, he wakes up at one, you know, rips a bong load and then goes to uh, a poker game. Right. 
And uh, instead, we get all the working people, and they're just, you know, it's so interesting to hear where they're from and what they do and all that. And so, so thank you guys for writing in before I get into this one. Um, mixed games, as far as, like, the good stuff, uh, poker, I, I'm not supposed to recommend other training sites. Which you should be. Card Runners actually does have some good videos on them, but I remember learning a little bit about Stud. There was... On Poker X Factor, there was a series. I can't remember who did it, uh, but there was one on Stud that was just really good. Uh, that was on uh, Poker X Factor. Uh, Limit Hold'em, there's actually a ton of great uh, books about it. Uh, Limit Omaha, I, I think. Well, I, I think this is why you kind of have to get into your own independent study, is because. I'll tell you one thing. When I look at a game and there's not that much information on it, I'm thinking, awesome. Right now there's a ton of information on No Limit Hold'em, and to be quite honest with you, I'm a one-trick pony. Right now I think I have an edge on the field, like a pretty decent one, but if I, you know, if I wasn't running Assassinato University, maybe I'd be playing a few more mixed games, right? Because it is, uh, it is amazing how, uh, like, it's amazing how bad people play. Uh, there's a lot of times like you you got the guy board locked and Raz, and you'll see like the Nullum and Holdem kid check back, and it's like I I don't think you get it. He mm. cannot have a better hand. You must bet, and like they'll literally babble something about pot control and stuff like that. It's like pot control, it's limits, right? Like what are you controlling, right? And uh, you'll hear stuff like that when you're playing Raz or whatever, right? And uh, I, I, think, I think if you just invest a lot of time in it, and I think you've got to take notes, right? I think it, it, that's how I figured out a lot of this stuff is this scrupulous note-taking, what, what's in the middle, uh, you know, what seems to work. I would start with the tightest strategy I could and see how that works. Typically, when nobody knows how to play a game, uh, that's going to be what's really going to help you. I feel like a lot of the people that are in horse tournaments are there just for just for fun. By the way, I had a $100 ticket to a horse tournament on Full Tilt Poker. Uh, they closed it. I never got that ticket. I never got that money. You know, funny. That's not the poker stars I know, but, you know, and, uh, anyhow. They, uh, but it, it, a lot of times you just feel like there's a lot of guys just fooling around in horse, you know. And uh, I think if you just come in with a tight strategy from that point on, those books are basic, but have you mastered the basics? If you haven't really mastered them, then they might be a little more complex than you're thinking. I would just start with the basics and see how that works. And I would just try to sign up for every – if I were doing this, I would sign up for every site and I'd play every horse tournament on every site. And I, that would be all I would play some days, right? And uh, just really, really trying to apply, like, the tight strategy and see how it works. Good luck to you. Yeah, and I was going to say – It'd be, you'd probably be surprised if you really dig around like sites like Amazon and even eBay for like old obscure yeah that's a good point books on like Raz and there's got to be written and if you read anything like that and then go and play it online you're probably putting yourself a lot of these people jump in these tournaments not having any sort of idea just for fun etc and if you've got any sort of starting strat or strategy you probably give yourself, you know, a, a chance in them and, like, make... Like, there's yeah. got to be... Like, the Gambler's Bookshop in Vegas, where I went for I'm sure it's still Ooh. open. If not, they do it online. It's like, 
there was so many obscure self-published. You shouldn't have told me that. Books. I'm gonna uh, next time I'm there, I'm just buying up everything. I hope they're still open. I mean, the guy was in his eighties that interviewed uh, me. They actually had me on their podcast. Oh, they have a podcast. Uh, Who doesn't? Yeah, they had a podcast. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. good. That they're someone I'd actually really like to. look. The problem with podcasters is just too many of them, and they're all interesting, you know? That's a really... I know. That's really cool. Gambler's Book Club, Las Vegas, open today, 9 a.m. to... Uh, yeah, it looks like it's still open here. Um down. They've got so... Alex, you would love the place. I mean, it's like obscure books on sports betting and baseball, American football betting. Oh, my and God. This and that. It's the oh whole thing. God. And then they carry books like Jared Tendler's, etc., and, you know... Okay. Uh, very interesting place. It was it was really good. Okay. The guy told me a, a cool story actually when we were there. He said that the guy from the actual guy that Goodfellas was based on. Oh wow! Uh, the Henry Hill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, used to go into the store when he was up like hard on his luck, selling like signed photographs of himself, <laughs> mem- mob memorabilia and stuff to get money to go and like live off and gamble and drink or whatever he used to go into. You know, the, the guy that interviewed me, Howard, uh, he was in his 80s, I think, I think, certainly late 70s. And it was really interesting. And after I spent about three, four hours in the shop speaking with him, and I, I bought a book. I can't remember what one I bought from there, but I bought some old obscure uh, gambling book on probability or something. Or, I can't remember, but it's good. You should definitely go next time you're in Vegas and pay it a visit. Yeah, um, no, the Gambler's man, Book good. Club. I'm, just go- just Google it, Gambler's Book Club. I'm, and they sell online as well. So I'm fascinated with anything that has to deal with like gambling and metrics. Like baseball is so fascinating. As like it, it, when you see Barry, like if you could see, have you ever heard, seen the movie Moneyball? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. like I read that book. It is just it's really like pop non-fiction like popular non-fiction it is you will have such a blast hearing about how they get this ragtag ass group from you know like they literally get a pitcher who pitches underhanded right which is like something like the women's teams do in the united states and everybody's like the hell are you doing with this guy right and they were like yeah he gets these stats and we need them and that's what's going to happen and you know everybody's laughing they're ass off and then they're at one point they win 25 games a row in the season and they're the it, it, one of the smallest markets and they were just killing it and it was like yeah it's fascinating it's a, but yeah uh what was i gonna uh, there was some yeah there's all these goofy like small books now that i think of it on those like those games get played a lot and they used to get played a lot more in europe than they do these days uh, or maybe people used to but like I remember in the Seattle uh, public library system, I could order books that were hyper obscure, and like you, you thought like the cover was going to fall off. It was so flimsy, and I, th- I'm, I have a strong suspicion a lot of them were self-published, right? Like back when self-publishing was like a pretty bummy thing to do, right? And uh, it, it was amazing what you could learn. I remember I found one book. I can't remember who wrote this, but they were talking about it. Was called like Pot Limit and No Limit poker or something like that, like something very basic. And they were talking about strategy for uh, pot limit seven card stud, which to this day is one of my favorite games of all time. It's a very pure poker game, right? And like when there's three cards down at the end, you could have concealed quads. So then it kind of turns into stud, right? Because 
you kind of have to look at the guy and know, right? And usually the pot is ginormous there. But as far as I know, that's the only book on the subject because who the hell plays pot limit stud, right? And uh, I read that book and I would just bring that up at every like wild card game in Europe. And the people were, you know, the the thing I love about you guys is you guys actually want to gamble. Like a lot of Americans are like, let's keep it limit, all right? Or like, let's play some no limit hold'em, right? Like just, and then everybody's kind of, you know, they know what they're doing and they're not really playing some chips. Uh, and you, you guys just in Germany and all that in Europe, it's like, all right, fire it in. It was like, woo, like this is a good time. But yeah, I mean, be sure to look into it. There's a lot of obscure books. And I would just, you know, pretend like you're doing a murder investigation, man. Like get the, you know, get, get the sheets of paper all over your wall. And like, it, oh, they always get that weird, like twine, like between two thumbtacks between them mm. to like mark the yeah. connections <laughs> like yeah. do that you know what i mean and bite a pen and nod while nobody's around you know just so you know you're understanding you got to get into that all right and get some random pictures just to scare your neighbors of somebody that looks like a surveillance photo yeah anyway next question yeah we go uh that that's all we got that's it for, I think, all right yeah yeah uh the next one we'll keep it for next week um, questions have been kind a little, not slow, but a little bit slower over the summer. I think a lot of people are taking time off and uh, taking it easy rather than uh, getting in questions to us. But we still got a load here listed, and if it, yours hasn't been read out yet, it will be on a upcoming show shortly. Um, well, because also, this week we've not had many emailed in, so I've been catching up on previous ones. I also um, I've been answering some questions on my YouTube channel, which you guys can check that out. Barry's gonna. I hope he's been putting the link the last couple of weeks, but yeah, there's a free webinar if you want to see that, and then just uh, uh, test your poker with you. Yeah, ready. The last few yeah, shows. Yeah, ready to test your poker, and then uh, yeah, you it's like a game show. You see what I'm saying? And um, essentially, yeah, you can just subscribe to that channel. I still don't know what I'm doing, but uh, people seem to really be enjoying the content. And yeah, we have a section there called the mailbag where you know you guys send in an interesting question and we put it there, but. Yeah, I'll, I'll send more questions your way, Barry, when I can't get to them on that show, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll get yeah. into it. As I say, I got a big list, but the time we're looking at there, if we go into this next one, rather than just dismiss it, it's good to, the next one's uh, qu- going to take a bit of it, it's about uh, pushing your edge in a tournament situation and stuff, so we can leave that till next time. Alright, sounds uh, good. We'll do that. Uh, Alex, so people can get the book from dnbpoker.com and amazon.com or .co.uk or wherever your domain is. I think they'll all get it to you yes, from sir. Amazon. So that's available now for pre-order, yeah? Yes, they sir. Can do all that. You guys check that out there. Amazon, you can just look it up. Also, be sure to sign in for America's Card Room. There's a, they have a huge tournament series coming up here in like a week or two, and it's... Uh, uh, I think you guys should get ready for it. I think it's going to be a good time, you know. I'm a- yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going to play a couple of couple of those. Just as I say, put on some obscure horror film, and then there you go. Oh, I love get horror. to the final table. And nobody, knows, nobody knows my name on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody named themselves uh, ass, and uh, they named themselves ass fan, but then they put in parentheses asinato. Like, so it was ass, Asinato fan, right? And I was like, ah, <laughs> look at that, right? And then, uh, yeah. You got me. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> Somebody had OMG Asinato on full tilt, which I always thought was hilarious. I was like, yeah, yeah, there it is. But, 
Yeah, and, and then uh, what was I going to say? Uh, there was oh yeah yeah, but sign up for that. We got our rake back link. Be sure to sign up for that. I love that site. Uh, sites are you want to talk about good action, man? Oh, oh my God, <laughs> like America's card room is where it's at these days. You get you get in there, you get yourself some chips. And uh, yeah, write me at Alex at PokerEdrush dot com if y'all got questions about anything. Uh, Assassinato Poker at Gmail dot uh, no Assassinato Coaching at Gmail dot com. Uh, also, you can write to if uh, I, I don't know if you if you send the email the first time and you don't get a response, feel free to annoy me. I'll get I'll get to it eventually. A lot of people message me after they get your autoresponder. Oh uh, yeah, so- yeah, yeah. Well, the autoresponder is just there to be like, here's ninety percent of your inquiries. Here's an answer, but I'll send an email afterward to be like, hey, did you see that in the autoresponder? And then nine times out of ten they go, yeah, and I'm like, okay, cool, good luck to you, right? But, but like, I will write to you. I just, you know, I get sick of writing the same two paragraphs over and over and over and over again. So I figured I'd just get them done. But yeah, a lot of people get the autoresponders like this douche doesn't even have time for me. And uh, yeah, so yeah, sign up and be sure to sign up for Assassinato University. Get a free copy of the book, The Myth of Poker Talent, uh, $500 for uh, it's going to be 25 plus hours of content. It might be 30, right? about live poker it's going to be a real college class you know to, and uh yep um yeah alex Fitzgerald 88 at gmail.com for paypal if you want to make sure you're one of the first 10 uh probably should do that pretty pretty quickly after you hear this just so it's like if you're the 23rd person i'm sorry it's like i we just can't get you in right and you know people it, it starts cooking around this time so be into it all right all right guys this yeah. is a good time Okay, and keep your questions coming in for Alex on the show. Questions at oneouter.com, and we will get them answered. Until next week, it will be our 100th episode next week, so I'll do some sort of giveaway. I'll I'll say I'm going to buy a copy. I'll say it now. I'm going to buy a copy for a listener Woo-hoo! on the show. Yeah. And we'll do some sort of, I can't think. Well, I'll think of something what they need to do or send in, like some sort of question or whatever and i'll do it and then i will pick uh pick the winner sweet and so i better get my brother to start writing and shit <laughs> uh, and then hand me uh, back that copy when you're done with yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah have you got the receipt for amazon yeah they give your money back in the day, so uh yeah i will give away a copy of alex's book on next week's show. That's a promise. On the 100th episode. That's all you're getting from me. <laughs> um, so we'll go for that. And until next week then. Keep your questions coming in. Thanks for listening. And cheers. Salute. Every day at America's Card Room, players just like you are scoring big in record time with Jackpot Poker. Jackpot Poker is a super fast three-player online poker set and go. You pick the buy-in, and after all three players are seated, we randomly pick the jackpot. Yep, just three players. No more, no less. And for most Jackpot Poker tournaments, it's winner take all. Imagine turning a $40 buy-in into the ultimate $100,000 game of poker. Anything could happen with Jackpot Poker. Play it now at America's Card Room.